Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Reverend Gordon Blakeney and Reverend Kelly Blakeney from Woodstock, New Brunswick. Thank you for joining me today. Good to be here. Thank you for having us. Well, you are um, living in West Africa, mm. doing mission work. Yeah. Um, Gordon, tell me, how did you get a call? How did you and Kelly get called to West <laughs> Africa? Well, um, when I was 15, I accepted a call to missions, but I uh, didn't keep it. But when I was 35, God reminded me of that call. And in 2008, um, my wife and I went to Bible school at Faith School of Theology. And three semesters in, uh, we felt God saying that we were to go into missions. We didn't know where. But two days before graduation, Dr. Jeffrey Bell came to us and he looked at us and said, what do you think about going to Africa? And I, well, we hadn't thought about going to Africa. Uh, I, I like the cold weather. Yes. <laughs> uh, but 100 degrees is not my favorite. So we, we said we'd pray about it for a couple of weeks and we would get back to them. We got on the 95 South out of Holton and I looked at my wife and she looked at me and I said, well, I guess we're going to Africa. And she mm -hmm. said, yep, we are. Mm -hmm. So we've now spent four of the last six years in Sagafe, uh, Ghana, West Africa, um, teaching and, and preaching and uh, helping in any way that we can with the uh, ministry there. Uh, teaching at the Bible school that Dr. Bell uh, envisioned and set up in 2012. And uh, it's been a life-changing experience. Wow. Well, this is the gal that gets excited when she gets past Holton, Maine. So <laughs> West Africa is, is uh, quite a little ways away, but yeah. thank you for responding to the call. What keeps you going back personally, Kelly? Um, I'm sure that it's not easy to leave family and the grandbabies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I struggled with it quite a bit the first couple of years, but um, a year ago, October, uh, during one of our seasons here, actually, um, the Lord gave me a picture. It was the first time, I guess, that I could put my finger onto something that he gave me for going there before up to that point I was I, I freely admit I was following my husband and uh, but he showed me that there are like buildings full churches full of uh, people there like literally thousands of them who gather not just on Sundays but multiple times through the week uh, in churches churches they're they're big daily activity it's not a weekly activity but there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them that they don't know the name of jesus they don't know the gospel they don't know the truth and the lord helped me to see that you know it's like these people are all set up uh, specifically for him to speak to and he, they need somebody that will speak the word of god to them and that's what we that's what we do there we train people we can't reach them fast enough by ourselves just our two bodies but we train people nationals to go and do just exactly that to take the name of Jesus to all these people who are literally sitting in buildings waiting for the word of god wow 
So, uh, Reverend Gordon, tell me, how did God, how does he meet the needs in Africa for this school? Um, the, the school started in, well, when we went to Bible school in 2009, Dr. Bell had had a vision. And we started praying in prayer groups at noontime, fasting and praying for that vision. And all the time that we were praying, Dr. Bell would bring a request this week, and next week there was an answer. Mm -hmm. God, he'd bring another request, and the next week there was an answer. Every week, for three years, mm -hmm. until in January 2012, God had set it all up with a team and funding to set up the school. Now that the school is set up and we've been there for six years, um, the funding has it, it basically everything comes from churches and men and women who want to help bring the gospel to, to, to an unreached people group. The people that we're ministering to in the Volta are considered an unreached people group. Um, so everything, everything financially, everything and spiritually, everything that we have is from God. Uh, we just trust in Him by faith. <laughs> I heard you mention Dr. Jeffrey Bell from mm -hmm. Faith School in Charleston. Yeah. And I had him on the air and he, he talked about make room for your miracle. Mm. What an incredible message. Yeah. Um, that's certainly the Word of God. You know, we, we are to walk by faith, yeah. not by sight, yeah. but walk by faith. It's not always easy, is it? It's not. <laughs> um, when, especially uh, in March and April, when the year is winding down and we're getting ready to come home and there's summer expenses and there's graduation expenses. We just uh, had a man from Connecticut over for graduation. There's, there's, there's extras in that time. And my bank account's getting low. <laughs> and I'm spending money that might not be there. It, it's not always easy and you want to ask people. Right. But whenever I ask people, I, uh, well, my wife put it this way. A man came to her and asked her to bring her a computer from America. And she said, but computers are expensive. He said, but God will supply. But she said, you didn't ask God, you asked me. So when I ask man, it seems like I'm saying, God, you're not able. Right. <laughs> I have to fall. But he is sufficient. He, he, and he does, use, he does use different means to get funds um, yes. in place. I know. Um, I know many missionaries that come on the radio, come on television, and ask for for help with funding. Yeah. Um, what what does that money go to when people support you in the missions? What what is it actually going for? Well, uh, our biggest single expense is airfare, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but after that, um, the rent is the rent for three missionary families and some students is right now about 4,000 US per year mm -hmm. in, a, in a building that includes our classroom. Um, we print all of our, our lecture notes, 
because we don't have books. The students don't have textbooks to read because they're expensive and hard to get there. They're heavy in our luggage, so you can't take them. But we print all of our notes. Printing, paper, ink, so on is a big expense. Yes. Electric bill, water, um, so average travel school. back and forth. School, yeah. yeah average a, school expenses. Yes. So what do the students themselves um, say about the courses that they're taking, that they're learning? <laughs> oh, they're so happy to have what they have. Um, not only the students, but one student uh, went to the Assemblies of God school in Ghana, and he says that what he got at the Assemblies of God school was exactly what he got from us. It, the only difference was they didn't get the mentoring one-on-one -on -one time with the, the professor. Um, we try to make it so that it's easy to understand. One of our graduates is now in his denominational school and he said he takes our notes and reads them so that he can understand what the professor in his classroom is saying. Um, most of them just say that what they're getting is priceless to them. Um, it is, I have to agree. If I could give anyone around this world a gift, uh -huh. the greatest gift I would could give them would be giving them the Word of God. Mm. Yeah. And you know, mm. it is that Word that changes lives. It, it's definitely changed the lives of the students, it's changed the lives of their family, it's changed the lives of their house, their village, the the, the community itself. We've seen a big spiritual difference in the last five years from when we first went there until this year. It's just like it's blossomed, the whole town. Um, and not to say it was all us, because it was all God. Right. Um, but it's the training that they've been getting. It's right. changing. You know? And people recognize the truth. That's just been that's been an amazing thing for, for me to watch. They know the truth when they hear it. They know the truth when they see it in action. And you know, we have one young fellow that used to stand up in the back of the classroom and he would just, he would come right out of his chair just hooping when he was actually able to connect the dots. They, they have a great deal of uh, scripture uh, memorized. Many of them were brought up with uh, the whole concept of Christianity, but uh, relationship with the Lord and so on and a full understanding, it's just, it's not there. And um, so just watching all of this come alive uh, for our students as individuals, but also for the community. Like there is a measurable difference in the community um, uh, throughout the entire town. Um, because of the truth being preached and the truth is sought after. It's like they didn't know to seek for it before because they didn't know that what they had wasn't quite right. And the, the truth is being sought after now by more and more people. So you've been seeing a, an impact in well, that region. It's, it, it's, it's amazing to see how the day-to-day -day life of a whole village can be active, impacted by one person going to them with the truth. Mm -hmm. um, you ask what, what the money goes to, we've also helped fund build a church in a, in a village that never had church. They have five people meeting under a mango tree for church on Sunday. Now there's over 70 people in the church. They had 77 on Sunday. Um, 
uh, Pastor, the village Pastor never... Bob and Vicki McDonald went there last week and evangelized. They had eight salvations on Wednesday and three more on Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. The, the, the church is too small now. But also with that church building there, somebody is coming and teaching the children ABC one two three. They're getting the basics. It, They've never not, had a school in that village before. They had to walk five six miles to go to school. Wow. So what six year olds going to walk five miles to school? Um, so now that 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 it, it impacts everybody. Um, so what would you say to a listener today that God may be calling them into the mission field? What would oh. you say? If if you don't answer the call you won't know what you missed what you're capable Um, of when when i felt that i was to be a mission evangelist i was in jamaica and i was only supposed to preach for 10 minutes and the pastor gave me the whole service and then hundreds of people came to the altar afterwards and when you see people accepting jesus I go to village churches every Sunday. I go to a different church every Sunday in Africa. And one Sunday, there must have been about 24 people accepted Jesus. In a little Baptist church in in, in uh, Tefle in, in Ghana. And I just shook my head and I said, God, why me? How? What did I ever do that you would be mindful of me, Lord? That you would give me this opportunity. You just don't understand it until you experience it. Yes. It's one thing to preach in a church full of people and see people respond, but to see people's lives change from that right. too. It's just, you know, he does, um, when his word goes forth, Yeah. it, it does. It doesn't return void. That's it's, right, it's yes and amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And huh, you know, it's interesting, we're taping this today and it's National Day of Prayer. Uh, and um, we know that God hears and answers yeah. prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. And his word tells us that he changes us from glory to glory. Amen. So those lives um, that is being impacted, yeah. it's like dominoes and they impact others others and yeah. the word goes forth and lives are changed so you're doing a great work in in uh, west africa the, the school's a little bit different too and that it's not just a bible school we teach agri- agriculture and business as well mm-hmm. um and a man came to the first agriculture class and he he was he was a butcher so he knew about butchering meat but he wanted to learn how to raise the meat mm-hmm. um he was a Muslim. Well, one of our missionaries started sharing Jesus with him. He only came for that first semester, that first year, and then only for the only for the agriculture class. Yeah, he didn't first come semester, for the Bible class. Didn't come for the Bible classes, but Anetta had sparked something in his life. And when we were back in 2015, uh, 16, 17, he sent a message. Tell Anetta that I'm now one of you. He accepted Jesus. Not only that, when we went back this year, he was in the Bible school. He's one of our students. He's one of our students. Wow. Uh, So that affects not only the community itself, it's affecting a whole different 
Religion. Religion. Yeah. Yes. Um, we we have students whose parents were fetish priests, witch doctors. Wow. They grew up tending the the, the family shrine, the idols, feeding them, watering them, looking after the idols. Wow. But when he heard the name of Jesus, mm. he couldn't sleep in that room anymore. Mm. When he accepted Jesus, he, he, his fear of those his fear was terrible. Disappeared. But when he was baptized, that fear was gone. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the traditional religion works on fear. That if you don't do this, you will die. Um, it, it's a fear-based religion, and when you give them the love of God, the love of Jesus, it changes everything. It covers everything, doesn't it? <laughs> it does indeed. His, he paid the price. There's nothing we yeah. could ever do to earn it, and we don't deserve it. No, when sure. he says it's a free gift, yeah. it's a free gift. Exactly. And yeah. it is it is hard for the human mind to comprehend that. And I find the longer that um, we walk as Christians, Sometimes um, we have to be careful not to, to get judgmental because we, he cleans us up, yeah. <laughs> you know, as he changes us from glory to glory. Right. But it's, um, we're all in need of that same mm. saving grace. Yeah. Mm. What else would you like to share um, today with the listeners, Gordon? Is there anything um, else that you would like to share before you tell us how... Well, to reach you, I, I guess it's hard. We we say that the hardest thing for us to convey, like we go to churches all summer long when we're home, and the hardest thing for me to convey is how much of a difference is being made through a Bible school, not through a feeding program, not through a uh, an orphanage, but through men and women taking responsibility mm -hmm. for their own community to see God move through them, not through a, a Yahoo, a white man, <laughs> but through them, they can make the difference. But without somebody to go and tell them, Jesus said, anyone who believes or in me will be saved but how shall they believe if they do not hear and how shall they hear if nobody goes and how shall they go if nobody sends them um, the churches that I go to every week are the churches that are students and alumni attend or or pastor or are elders in and they are making the difference because they're taking the truth. Some of them are losing attendance because it's not what people want to hear. It's the truth. We know the Bible says that man will have itchy ears and want to hear, but as, as their lives change their home, people see the difference and they want to have what they have. That's right, that's right. Do you see signs, wonders, and miracles? Signs, wonders, and miracles, oh, just every day there's, they're happening there. 
It's, um, it's amazing to uh, understand, once you understand that they depend on God for, uh, for everything for and miracles, the healing, everything, uh, because they have nothing else. Right. You know, uh, we're not in one of the, what I would consider to be one of the poorer areas. We live on a river where there's water, there's food, where there's food, people are okay. But, uh, uh, but there's still a great deal of need. There's still, uh, God still needs to do miracles for these people yeah. daily, and He does. And they depend yeah. on Him because they have nothing else. One of our, one of our graduates uh, is a headmaster at a government school, and he goes to the village and preaches regularly. One of the girls in the village accepted Jesus, and she had nine demons living in her, and they cast out those demons. She was sick. She was it's full of sore scars, and God healed her body, her mind, and her soul. Amen. And but her mother came to the to. Or to Joshua the day after and said if your God is as powerful as you say he is and I know he is because I saw what he did for my daughter then why do the Christian pastors come to our shrine for power wow. that, 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 God's got the power they're going that's to right. the wrong source that's right they call themselves Christian mm. One pastor I heard on Easter Sunday said, "If that statistics say 73% of Ghana is Christian. If 73% of Ghana is Christian, then why is our country so corrupt? Why is our government so corrupt? Why, why do things happen here that should not, why is there robbery? Why is there rape? Why is there fornication? If 73% are Christian. Right. right. It's because they're not hearing the truth. Right. It's a truth that sets you free. Well, um, if somebody wanted to make a donation, support the Bible College, get in contact with you, how do they do that? Well, um, we we are based out of Canada. Uh, we are with Atlantic Missions Incorporated. Um, in St. Stephen, New Brunswick. Their address is 18 West Street in St. Stephen. Uh, the postal code is E3L3C2. Uh, just put Blakeney or Ghana on the memo, memo of a check. Or you can do an e-transfer, uh, if, if you're listening from Canada, <laughs> uh, to ATLMISS at bellalliant.net and uh, just put uh, put that it's for the Blakeneys and uh, you can transfer money that way uh, or you can contact Melody at 506-466-2503 you can contact my wife or myself at Gordo Blake G-O-R-D-O-B-L-A-K-E at hotmail.com um, and uh, we can answer any questions that you have. Uh, we, uh, 
And do you have some openings left for people to come if you wanted them to, they wanted you to speak at their church? We, we have most evenings all summer long, weekday evenings, Sunday evenings. Um, we still have three Sundays. No, sorry, two Sundays. I booked one on, we booked one in while I was in Amsterdam <laughs> the other day. Um, so we have two Sundays, one in July, uh, July 29th and uh and august 19th i believe it is no yeah 19th okay well very good well i'd like to ask you um if you would pray for our listeners today and and we'll agree with you too as you continue to uh, work do your missions work in africa um, so just pray for us all, will you, Gordon? Mm. Thank you. The precious Lord and Heavenly Father, we just thank you today for your wonderful grace, your mercy, your love. We thank you for everything that you've given us. We thank you for everything that you're doing in and through uh, your people here in, in Presque Isle and Washburn and throughout Arista County. We thank you, Lord, for the people that are listening today in New Brunswick mm -hmm. and Canada. We thank you today for, for Angel and, and the, the people that work at WFST 600 AM. We thank you that uh, you are in control, that everything that we have is provided by you. Your blessings are unending, are forever and ever. Um, Lord, we just pray that you would touch the lives of the people that are listening today, that somebody that's listening today, if they have felt the urge to go into missions, please check that you would talk to them and speak to them clearly that they would know that there is a world of people who don't know the name of Jesus. Even here in America and in Canada, people don't know the name of Jesus and they don't know the power that there is in Jesus' name. So we just pray that anyone that feels a calling into ministry of any kind, that you would speak to them clearly today. Absolutely. That as they listen to this program, you would, and they don't need to be young people. We were 50 when we graduated from, from faith school. Uh, you know that you can use them anywhere. As long as they're able and willing to go, that you will make a way. Uh, Lord, we've seen you move in, in, in our lives. Be with all the missionaries, be with all the pastors, be with all the people, Sunday school teachers, Lord. May their work be empowered by your love and may the word of God go forth in power and strength and may many people hear the word of Jesus just because they were listening to your still, small voice. Lord, we just thank you today. Bless everyone. Bless Angel for their ministry. And be with us as we prepare to return to Sagakape. Uh, be with us. Uh, be with the missionaries that are in Sagakape today with Candace and Elise and their families, Lord, that they may... Uh, that they may open up new doors there for new students, that new students will come, and that more would hear the word of God. 
We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being with me today. Well, and thank, thank you, you listeners. Join us again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.